Yo, I'm not yeah, a motivational start, dude. Start making some quotes Stop, here. Stop, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I watch Netflix every night. I'm watching Ozark Season 3 every single night. <laughs> and I, and I, down, I down snacks every single night, okay? Yo, so, yo, yo when's that book twisted. dropping? When's that audio there's book no dropping? Book. There's, no, there's no book. There's Stay no tuned dropping. for the audiobook by Waleed. Mushtaq mentality. Yo, we, we will, I ate all of you'll hear it first here on this podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the PT3 Podcast. I'm here with Prab and Walid. How you guys doing? I'm good, man. Doing good, man. Doing good. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm doing well myself, enjoying the sun. Um, so I'm going to go over a little agenda for what we're going to be speaking about today. So our topic for this episode is going to be uh, motivation. So some of the questions that we're going to be going through... Um, the first question here is going to be, what does the concept of motivation mean to us? The second question is going to be, how does your perception push you to develop positive habits slash behaviors? The third question is going to be, how to find motivation and carry it through each day, so either internally versus externally. And our fourth question is going to be, how do you sustain self-motivation when you suffer a setback toward your goals? We're also going to have a little Q&A at the end that should be about five minutes long. We're just going to go through and answer a few questions, and Prab is going to speak a little bit about how he got into music and singing. So without further ado, let's kick things off here with the first question, or what does the concept of motivation mean to us? Who wants to start it out? Michael, start us off, buddy. I'm going to start this (laughs) out. Start it off. (laughs) Okay, this this is a big question here. What does the concept of So, I mean, it could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. The way I think about motivation is I relate it to something that I am doing um, in my daily life, like my activities. So, for example, um, if I'm trying to achieve a goal, whether that be, this might not be specific to me, but specific to some other people, whether it be trying to lose weight, gain a little bit of muscle... Uh, quitting a drug or smoking, trying to hang out with family, whatever it is, you need to find a way to either to motivate yourself either internally so you can self-motivate or externally via like a reward or something so you can take small steps towards achieving that goal. So what I mean by that is say you're trying to lose 10 pounds something like that you can set it up so um it's like a pound a month if you're trying to lose 10 pounds within a year because that's a specific goal um you can have it so there's a reward after each month so Mm -hmm. you reward yourself with i don't know or even like weekly you reward yourself with watching a netflix episode or you know eating some chocolate whatever you're into you kind of have something that motivates you to help you achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Um, Brad, do you want to go ahead and answer this question too? Yeah, so um, I really like what you said about how in achieving your goals, there's internal and external factors. I think uh, I think something that happens with the idea of motivation is a lot of people kind of really overvalue or, or not overvalue but 
they kind of say that all of it is internal so a lot of it has to come from you which is true but the external factors that are around you all the time whether that's like in your environment or in the people that you surround yourself with your external environment matters so that is a really important part of keeping yourself motivated towards your goals it obviously a lot of it will come from internally but you can kind of optimize what you um you can optimize your drive by making sure you're surrounding yourself with people that kind of help you stay on track towards your goals keep you accountable keep you um pushing to be better even like things like keeping your environment um organized and having an environment or like a room that gets you inspired gets you always thinking about how you can stay driven towards your goals so the concept of motivation i I agree with what you said about how it's getting that internal and external drive to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve in the various aspects of your life Mm -hmm. i also i also do think though that uh, motivation is a bit so we will go into this a bit later as well in, in some of the future questions but i think it is something that comes and goes so you are not always going to be motivated to do the things that you need to do to become a better person because some days like let's be honest you wake up you just you just want to like you just want to chill you just want to go hang out with people you just want to watch netflix you want to relax like maybe you're like really not in the mood to work out or you know make a song or something like that right so motivation is very uh, fleeting and make a song right like because that's like the reality for all of us man go away (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying whatever it is that that you do with your life right like you're not always going to want to do it so motivation is kind of just like that kindling like that little starting Mm -hmm. bit that gets you i guess off the couch or gets you like started towards your goals and then what mm-hmm. comes after that needs to be <clears throat> and i know me and Walid have talked about this a lot but what comes oh my god my voice is dying you guys hear this <laughs> <clears throat> hold on let me get a drink real quick <clears throat> okay keep going no we're good never mind actually we're good so what i was saying was motivation is just the beginning and after that i feel like the concept of discipline is super important and i think i think Walid can talk a bit more to that um, you can go ahead with that, but yeah, that's my that's my interpretation of what motivation is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I, I like I echo everything that you guys say. Like, Michael, I appreciate how you linked motivation to goal setting and how it, it's such a systematic thing that you kind of follow. Um, and Prab, I really do appreciate how you do mention how discipline kind of um, almost is more important than motivation like motivation is not always going to be there but the discipline is kind of like the thing that kind of keeps you going um or it's very consistent almost if that makes sense and um in terms of what i think of the concept of motivation and how i view motivation as a whole is i feel like it's just energy so i was i was speaking to someone recently about how we have all of us have our own ships almost if you can imagine um and we want to know what direction to go in that's like the part where you kind of plan set your goals like michael said or develop your discipline like Pratt mentioned and motivation is a fluctuating like almost fuel for your ship that pushes you in that direction so it's not always going to be consistent it's not something that you always rely on but it gives you that extra push 
depending on what direction you're going in and why that direction is so important to you mm -hmm. if that makes sense um mm -hmm. so yeah i mean I, i'm gonna just keep it at that for now we'll we'll get into a lot more when it comes to the internal and the external factors of motivation like real soon anyway so we'll comment on that soon perfect so i really like what both of you said just to kind of wrap things together before we move on to the second question here so um, kind of a highlight for what Prab was saying was talking about the discipline and I feel like that's very important to tie discipline together with motivation and sometimes it could be difficult to discipline yourself to stay on track towards your goals and I feel like that's where the external environment comes into play because sometimes you do got to rely on friends and families to kind of remind you of what you're trying to achieve um, and then with mm -hmm. what Waleed was saying with the energy, I think that's a really good way to think about um, motivation. Um, tr like, instead of just thinking of it as a word, thinking about it as something that you sort of take every day, you wake up, and it's sort of an energy inside you that fuels you to move, like, that helps you move towards your goals instead of just being um, a stagnant word. So I, I like the different yeah. perception on the take of motivation. So let's move over to the other question here. Mm -hmm. This was one that I think will lead. Yeah, will lead. Will be pretty excited to start off. Um, <laughs> it's uh, how does your <laughs> self perception push you to develop positive habits slash behaviors? So do you want to kick this one off, will lead? Ooh, start it off. Oh man, <laughs> start us off. Yo, we're going this deep already, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right. Um, so your self perception. Like when we like like the reason why I asked this question is because of like what I mentioned earlier about how you have to develop a direction that you're going in. So like the reason why I asked this type of question is because I want to understand at the core of like whatever task I'm doing, what is the reason behind it? Um, another uh, like a conversation I had with my wife actually, um, she basically was like, "What you're talking about is something called the five whys." Um, so it was like based on this YouTube video where basically like, like this father's talking to this like three or four year old girl and then he's like, oh, I got to make money. And the girl's like, why? And then he's like, oh, it's because I got to run this house. And then she's like, but why? And then it's because, oh, like it's because no one else works in this house. So I have to bring the money home. Otherwise we're going to be homeless. And then it kept going essentially, like I'm paraphrasing big time. I, I butchered that video, but it, it the wives keep getting closer and closer to the core reason as to why you're doing that one thing so when you when when we talk about our self-perception like how do we view ourselves so when we say i want to lose 10 pounds why then you go okay it's because i want to look good okay but why and then you go okay maybe i don't look as good right now or like it's almost summertime so i gotta look nice in toronto or whatever the hell the <laughs> culture's saying right and then and you go okay okay but why why is that a thing and then it's like oh it's because i want to be healthy when i'm like older and then once you get to that reason and you actually bring that to your awareness or bring that to the forefront then you realize that why you're actually doing the things that you need to do or why motivation is necessary to almost achieve that goal if that makes sense so if if your self-perception of yourself which i think is very common it was very common for me at least i mean not very common but it's something that i've experience for myself is um this concept of kind of 
not I, like, I don't want to say self-loathing but like I hope people can resonate with this a bit but like yeah like self-loathing in the sense that like um I would tell myself I'm not good enough yet for the PT program for example or I'm not good enough to make the basketball team yet and I would constantly remind myself of this concept because that's the way I viewed myself when it came to that particular craft but that would push me to keep trying or, or shoot an extra jump shot or work an extra hour or volunteer here for an extra hour um so yeah like before i shovel this on to you guys um there was something that i also read that i thought was pretty cool that's related to this and it's to kind of keep your shadows in front of you otherwise otherwise they can attack you from behind so what that means is if you are having a hard time with certain things or you're just pursuing things and you kind of just like run out of energy the whole point of like motivation and self-perception and all these things is important is because we need to reflect on it and understand ourselves before we do something and the reason why that's important is because as soon as we face any kind of failure that's when that motivation kind of just steams out you know we're just like oh frick okay the next week is a write-off completely so yeah i think that's about it for me as it relates to that question uh, Rob, you want to take it away from there? Yeah, I can. Um, I really like this whole idea because it goes down to the root of the issue. Because I mm -hmm. think the concept of motivation, sometimes it gets... Um, a lot of people kind of get down on themselves because they're like, oh, I can't keep myself motivated to stay on my habits. I don't know why. Like, I don't really know what's... Like, why I'm not able to, like, I don't know, find more within myself to just do this this thing I need to do every day. But a lot of the time, it's not really, a, like, a willpower issue or it's not, like, a, you know, it's not that type of issue where you're not, like, there's something, I guess, wrong with you. Sometimes it's just, like, you don't see yourself that way yet. Your, your self-perception. So, like, let's say you're, you're a person who's never worked out in your life, right? And then, mm -hmm. but you know the importance. You're, you're learning the importance of... Uh, keeping yourself healthy and working out you're, you're you know that's important so you value it but because you've never stepped in the gym like let's say you go in the gym one day and you see all these people like deadlifting like 400 pounds or like these like super fit people like i don't know like furiously rowing on the, the rowing machine or just going off you know what i mean and then you you go like oh i feel like i don't belong here type thing and then some people might just never go back you know what i mean and that is not an issue of of like willpower because you got yourself in there it's more like your self-perception tells you oh maybe i'm not a person who works out or something so that's like the root problem with like you not being motivated to stay on like your fitness goals so i think like one really important um part of developing positive habits and behaviors is just reinforcing that you are becoming the type of person who now that you know the value of i don't know let's say taking care of yourself in a in in, in terms of health and and fitness now you are becoming the type of person who takes care of yourself so you can prove mm -hmm. that to yourself like every time you go to the gym and even if like like one thing i read mm -hmm. in a, in a book i was reading recently is even if like you're on a you're on a bad workout day like you know like you're running late at work you don't really want to work out you know that you're not going to be able to get much time in so the guy said, go to the gym anyways, even if it's just for five minutes. And the reason is like, okay, obviously in five minutes, you're not going to get much of a workout, but just the fact that you went to the gym, it means that you're mm -hmm. not, you're the type of person who doesn't skip workouts. 
and now you're changing your mm-hmm. self-perception your self-identity you're keeping yourself accountable you're like oh i actually am the type of person who doesn't skip workouts so now you're gonna make sure you get in the gym you're gonna get that workout in, and mm-hmm. over time you're gonna build like the effectiveness and the the, the um the intensity of that habit and then you're going to start keeping that positive habit so like definitely self-perception is a is a root issue that we don't really get to in like the grind culture we have nowadays where it's like oh you need to always keep yourself like motivated like you know always be finding mm. more like people just kind mm-hmm. of just go like on instagram or social media and they're just talking about how hard they're working all the time but you know like to me like you really it you really got to see past that and go like within myself what are the issues holding me back and a lot of the time it's just your self-perception yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i really like what both of you are saying Pat lead and just something that i took away from what you were saying was when you're talking about asking yourself why so why um why are you doing this or why did you set the goal i think this is something really important um for, mm-hmm. for anybody to sort of ask themselves because sometimes by asking yourself why can get to that root cause of why you're really doing something and you can figure out if you're doing mm-hmm. something for you or if you're doing something for somebody else so i'm not saying you you should always do it for you or for somebody else but you want to understand the reason why you sort of set that goal so for example if you're trying to get into some sort of school or program that you're you know either you're very passionate about and you really want to get there and you set that goal for yourself like i'm going to get into this program and this year i'm going to do this to do that or maybe it could also be something that maybe a like family wants for you or or something that your friends are doing that you feel you should do as well so by asking yourself why am i doing this why do i want to achieve this i feel like that gets at the root cause of the goal um because if you if you're trying to reach a goal that you're very passionate about it would be easier to motivate yourself to get there versus if if it's something else that someone wants for you there could be more challenges and you might need a lot more help trying to get there and at the end of the day once you get there you might not feel as fulfilled anyways so asking yourself those why questions i think are are very important i'm I'm glad you brought that up Mm Walid. and then in terms of what prad was prad was talking about trying out a new sport or activity and that could be tough that could be really tough um, just as the example with the gym, the gym is super intimidating. You know, you've got people from all different experience levels, um, backgrounds, everything in the gym. And especially if it's your first time doing anything in the gym, cardio, weightlifting, whatever it is, circuit training, it can it can be really challenging to get yourself in there and put yourself out there. And there's a lot of people around you. So a way to sort of mitigate that would be going either with someone that you know like a friend or family who has a little bit of experience that can help you out and sort of show you the ropes so that you feel a little bit more comfortable and then once you get that through that comfort level then you're you're more comfortable to go on your own um so that's sort of a way to get you especially if you have a goal for like losing weight or getting a little bit of muscle and you're like i need to go to the gym this is what i i want to do Right? And you, you're really passionate about that and you know this is what you want. You've asked yourself all those why questions. Sometimes you might need that external help just to get you there. And that's okay. Yeah, that was solid, man. That was solid. I really like the internal versus external motivation thing you guys were both talking about. Like we were saying at the start, we really overvalue this internal element of it. And then we, we kind of are really hard on ourselves based on that when maybe 
you know, we could have set ourselves up for success with some form of, you know, external assistance, whether it's like with friends or even something as simple as like, like asking yourself, like why you started this, even though that can be internal, but you could put it on like a goals board or something right in front of you. And that kind of leads us into the, our next question, which is how to find motivation and carry it through each day, whether it's through internal versus external sources. And I guess I can start it off because I already started blabbering away. Go for um, yeah, like I was already kind of getting into, external elements can really help you, especially when you see your goals right in front of you. So one thing that really helps me, and I actually picked this up from, from a good friend of all of ours, uh, is actually having like a goals board for each month and like a to-do mm-hmm. list in a place where you can very clearly see it because every time you walk past that or you you kind of are in that environment, you are always being exposed to the things you're working towards and uh, using those as targets and, and guiding points towards becoming the type of person you want to be. That's like one external way where you can kind of find motivation because you're always you're always aware of what you're working towards, you know what I mean? Sometimes like if it's all like in your head, you can forget things or things can slip up and then, you know, you go to sleep and you remember something you were supposed to do and you didn't do and then you can kind of go down like a slippery slope where you're like, "Oh, I didn't do that. Maybe I like I didn't have the internal motivation, etc." Right? Right. Yeah, I like that. Um yeah, I think I think you mentioned you nailed it like perfectly, man. Like um I think um you asking yourself these questions and almost like how we we even talked about in the first episode about mindset. I'm going to keep driving this point home because I think it's so important. Like you you have to constantly reflect. And and that part of your life is very hard. Like if you genuinely take the time to reflect on the reasons and uh, on the reasons why you're doing what you're doing and what's going on in your life and all that stuff, it, it kind of fuels your motivation i think and it does it in a way that it almost keeps it like honest to who you are you understand what is driving you and you understand why it's driving you so in the moments where you like like prab mentioned before like oh even showing up to the gym for five minutes like these things have important meanings to you and then you need to understand why it does right and if it's an internal or external motivation like what what we're talking about right now like it's it's good to know where you lie on on that side of the motivation spectrum, right? So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For this question here, I really like it because how to find motivation and carry it through each day. The each day is what kind of gets me, and that's that's the hard part, right? So if you, mm-hmm. for example, if you set a goal, we'll stick with this this exercise theme. So, losing weight. I want to say you know you set a goal. You're like I want to lose weight. Okay, that, that's, that's a goal, but it's not very specific. So you want to make that sure. goal a lot more specific. You want to say, I want to say how much weight you want to lose. So I want to lose, uh, I want to lose weight. I want to lose 10 pounds. And then you want to give it a time frame. So you want to be like, I want to lose 10 pounds in a year or 10 months to a year, something like that. Um, so that I can feel better. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm living a more healthy lifestyle. All, all the different reasons. You, you, under, you understand why you want to do this and you're doing it for yourself. Why I think this is very important to make the goal very specific is because then you can you can measure it. You can take each month or each week. In this case, each day would be a little bit harder because you might not see the progress each day, but each week you will um, in each month. So you're able to see, you know, month one, month, month two, month three, month four, your progress towards that goal. And that's what I think is really important when you're when you're trying to goal set. 
And another thing that um, one of you mentioned at the beginning was each day is going to be different, right? So one day you might um, kill it. You might do awesome during the day. You're like, oh, I hit all the stuff I want to do. I did, you know, I got all my work done. I stuck to my calorie count. I went to the gym. And then the next day, who knows, maybe you started, you know, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe you had an ice cream in the middle of the day and you sort of the whole day kind of blew out because you, you know, it just didn't start well. That's okay as well, right? So you just need to recognize that that does happen. And sometimes you just need that little reset that night before and just talk to yourself and be like, hey, this happened today. What am I going to do about it? And how am I going to fix it for tomorrow? That's how you're going to take the day by day. And then you can measure that weekly or monthly through having that specific goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. I really like the idea of um, measuring progress because there's there's not a lot of things that are more satisfying than being able to see yourself making progress. You know, like being able to see that the daily actions you're taking are really making a difference, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess another way of thinking about that is what if you don't see progress? So let's say you're mm-hmm. you've been doing something every day, you've been like really grinding, you've been prepping. Maybe it's for a specific event, maybe not. But somehow there's like a, a setback towards your goals. There's a a breakdown in, in those habits you're trying to build. Like you were saying, maybe you just you had an ice cream or something and you just like started going down that negative thought pattern saying oh <clears throat> i shouldn't like i shouldn't have done that you know something like that mm-hmm. so this goes into our our fourth question which is how do you sustain self-motivation when you suffer a setback toward your goals i would argue that this is even more important than when you're seeing progress because it's, it's a lot easier when mm-hmm. you're seeing progress compared to when you're like when you're seeing uh a subjective failure um I actually want to just like, I want to just repeat what you what you said for this one in the, in terms of those days happen where if it's just a day to day thing like you you didn't do something you were supposed to do or whatever something I read about is the two day rule. So what that means is, let's say like one day you were supposed to um, let's say you skip a workout or something right you're supposed to work out like you're supposed to work out today and tomorrow and you skip today right. So what you do is one day missed is okay but you can't miss it the next day or you can't miss the next time that's supposed to come in your schedule because the next time you miss it it's not the um it's not like a an accident and an accidental slip up of your habits but it's the start of a new bad habit so as if you miss it once in a while it's okay but you can't miss it two times in a row and then that can keep you i guess motivated and not going down that negative spiral where you think like, oh, I'm not doing this properly or whatever. You're just like, oh, okay, whatever. That was an accident. What's next? Oh, tomorrow, like I have to make sure I go on that run or I have to make sure like I get my calorie intake right. You know what I mean? So you you, yeah. you kind of get yourself back on track. I feel like that's even more important because what we do sometimes if we have a setback, setback we go like, oh, um, I didn't do it perfectly so I can't really do this at all. And then you just stop. Mm-hmm right so it's really important to just get yourself back on track is the key get your get yourself back up and if it's like a big setback like let's say you i don't know you're running a race or something and, and you lost or something like that something i read about that's really important is it's called an after action report so what that means is let's say it was a race right what you do is you write down all the things that you think went well 
you write down all the things that you think went wrong in the preparation phase, the execution phase, the the mindset aspect of this this challenge towards your goals, the um, if it's like a race or something, maybe your equipment, maybe your nutrition, and you just write everything and you like really critically reflect on it, and then the next time you have something happening, you can get motivation because you now use that setback and that failure to propel yourself towards success instead of like you used the failure and you learn more from that failure than you might have from succeeding you know what i mean like sometimes like a setback can actually give you more insight or more um understanding of how you can succeed even more so if you can do that you can motivate yourself even more like towards your goals so those are just two like practical applications that like have really helped me and i just wanted Mm -hmm. to like share i think i think to echo what you were just saying um prab um i think it's also important in moments of like suffering like some sort of setback or you're not achieving the progress that you wanted is is how you define progress right like how do you how do you really like if it's if it has to do with studying if it has to do with losing weight or you're working out to look a certain way or whatever like if that if you don't achieve that thing like that part of the goal did you achieve anything else from it like is there progress in any other part of your life that's come about from this because usually when we pursue one thing very aggressively it leads to growth in other things almost like indirectly or almost like unconsciously you're not really thinking about growth in like when you're working out every day you don't realize this but you're thinking that i'm gonna look better or i'm gonna feel healthier but you're also developing discipline yes in the background like you're just kind of crafting that day by day every single day that's why even going for five minutes one day even when you don't feel like it, it's, it's just a matter of discipline. So discipline's forever, right? It, it, it defeats motivation. So you're, you're developing that in the background. So 100%. when it comes to practical applications, again, it's just about, it's just about like how you frame what it is that you define as progress, success, and failure. And if it is a failure, like you said, like understand why it's a failure. Understand that maybe it's a failure depending on the, uh, the definition of progress that you had before you started this thing maybe your your goals need some rewiring maybe you need to rewire the way that you see this thing and keep pushing forward exactly like that that's that's how i think about it love it getting very uh, motivational there damn i'm not yo i'm not <laughs> yeah, a motivational start, dude start making some quotes Stop, here man oh my god <laughs> guys i watch netflix every night i'm watching ozark season three every single night and i and i down I down snacks every single night, okay? Yo, so, yo, yo when's that book dropping? When's that audio there's book no dropping? Book. There's, no, there's no book. There's Stay no tuned dropping. for the audiobook by Waleed. Mushtaq mentality. Will be, we will, I hate all of you. You'll hear it first here on this podcast. You. I hate you guys so much. Oh my god. All right, Michael, take us uh, off this. Take us off okay, this thing. Okay, let's, let's, let's do a little conclusion here before we get to this little uh, Q&A. So what I wanted to say is that Everyone is going to suffer setbacks. Um, They're pretty unavoidable, especially when you're trying to achieve goals. So those setbacks could be anything. Like, you know, you could get busy with your full-time job, your part-time job. You might get busy with family, maybe seeing friends. Um, A setback could also be um, you didn't achieve what you wanted to do that day and you let it snowball into the whole week or the week after. And Prab, I really, really like the two-day rule um, that you mentioned. I think that's a way to keep you accountable and on the right path to what you're trying to achieve because not every day 
is gonna go well not every day is gonna be perfect it's gonna be tough you're gonna run into roadblocks every everyone is going to and if you can have some sort of system in place like this two-day rule where you allow one day where you can you know not go to the gym have a little bit of a cheat meal or, or something like that or you you know you're busy with family and friends you can have that one day but then you can pick it up the next day i think that's really important and then the other thing is failure is okay and i know they're telling us this all the time in our program when we do the hands-on skills and everything like that mm-hmm. in the physiotherapy program it, it's okay that's how you learn it's it's important to fail and not not everything's gonna be perfect and this is something that i personally try my best to work on because i'm always trying to do everything you know perfectly and exactly how it's supposed to be done and i don't like making mistakes because i can be very tough on myself but I, I sometimes just remind myself that it's okay to fail because that's how you're gonna learn um especially just going back to like an example of when i was in my undergrad um working as a, a field therapist like i was that i was that that business kid surrounded by all kin students who were answering all these questions and they knew all the answers to everything and then there's just me sitting back there like what's going on i don't i don't understand any of this i failed so many times mm-hmm. right like yeah. so much but you know what i learned so much from that experience and I'm able to take that, and I'm very grateful for that experience and my failures. Um, and I'm able to take what I learned from there, and I can put it into my everyday life and my interactions with, you know, friends, family, um, people in the PT program, um, and you know, into the future with with clients. So just, I think it's just, important. Just a question for you, Michael. Yeah. What was the worst failure? What was your favorite failure? Oh, good. Um, my favorite failure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't like I didn't know there was there was a lot of failures I I I did lack knowledge in a lot of anatomy um, which Mm. constituted to a lot of failures of not understanding why like someone would get injury and and what what specific muscle or ligament or or whatever it was um, is constituting the pain Um, that could be an example of of a of me not understanding that or when we were practicing our, our tape jobs on ankles. Like I failed so many times. Like, yes, a lot of the kin students also didn't have a lot of experience, but some of them have, have taken the sport, I think it was a sports injury uh, course where they had to do a little bit of taping. I failed so many times. I was taping, <laughs> I remember I was taping, like when I first started, I think it was like the first, second and third day of our training camp in August. I was taping, like you're supposed to go from the medial side to the lateral if you're starting from the anterior side to the top. I was doing that backwards and my figure eight wasn't like proper, which isn't good because that increases risk of injury, right? And I remember what I did to fix that was I was I I knew something wasn't right and I wasn't getting it. So what I did was I just kept watching. There was a we, there was a couple of therapists on the team and the head therapist which were very, they were all very experienced. So I just kept watching them and asking them a lot of questions like, oh, why did you start it this way? And then I would, I would note down and be like, oh, I'm supposed to go you know, this way around the ankle and that's how you're properly supposed to do it. Because you know, you don't want to increase risk of injury. You're supposed to decrease the risk of injury. So there's a little ex- example of a, of a failure. But I learned from that, right? Now, I'm, now I'll never forget that. I have my own little tricks yeah. of how I'm going to tape ankles or wrists or whatever it is. And that was all from failures. So... It's just important to recognize those failures and those setbacks and, and sort of take those to help you achieve those goals. Um, so 
you know, we're getting close to the end of the podcast here. So let's move into a little Q&A session. Um, so the first question we had here, we posted on our Instagram story, um, just asking you guys if you had any questions you wanted us to answer. And we had a few responses here. So we got two questions lined up for you guys. Mm-hmm. So the first one's um, first one goes, how do you manage anxiety personally? Um, and what are your experiences with anxiety? Um, and how do you manage? To, I, uh, I guess I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. All right, go. Um, <laughs> go for it, Willie. Um, okay, because uh, okay, so anxiety for me, uh, the, I can only speak from experience. There was there was this one time uh, where I I declared graduation uh, from UTM, and um, I needed to basically come back for a semester uh, to basically raise my GPA a bit more, but. Um, when you declare graduation, you actually can't take any student loans. Um, you can't take any OSAP. You're not allowed to, so you have to pay out of your pocket. At that time, I wasn't working at all either. Um, so, in that time, paying out of your pocket, like, because I didn't ask my parents for money either. I was like, I gotta, I gotta find a way to get through this myself um, and figure it out. I put myself in a very tough situation um, because tuition was basically like, I don't know, like three, four grand or something. And not make, not having an income and trying to pay that is really bad. So instead of me paying it off like with money that I actually had in that moment, I basically incurred a lot of credit card debt, right? So I put down like, I was like, whatever my credit card limit was, I was constantly under like max out credit card at like $1,000. So that's how I was living. And then I had like a part-time job and I was paying it off very slowly. But man, it was so, so difficult to get through that part. It led me. It led me to parts where I was just like not even looking at my like banking statements anymore because every time I looked at it, I would just be like, if I worry about this right now, I won't be able to study for my test, and all this is gonna be for nothing. So, in terms of how I managed it, like I said, like it was a very terrible planned execution, right? Like it, it, I didn't really understand. I didn't really understand what I was doing. Like in ter- like it doesn't it doesn't make it's not financially responsible to put yourself in that kind of position, right? So, um, what I just said about how if I look at the banking statements and kind of focus and put all my energy towards that, it would it would prevent me from achieving the goal that I set myself up to do, even though it's not the most responsible way of doing it. Even if I'm in this terrible position, I gotta make sure I achieve that thing, in order in order for all this nonsense that I'm that I put myself in to make sense otherwise it's just all a waste right and the other thing that I want to mention is you have to be very conservative with your energy right like I realized that I um that if I put my energy towards that thing and if I if my energy is drained then I won't be able to achieve that thing so in order to pull myself out of that anxious position almost or that position that causes me a lot of stress i instead put all my energy towards things that could make sense that could actually make a difference that is under my control me opening up my app and looking at the the lack of money that's not there or whatever right it's not going to change that 10 minutes later an hour later that's still going to be there right Instead, what can I do? If I can study a little bit more or uh, do well on this semester, do well on these courses, then yeah, like let's let's put my energy towards that. So in terms of managing that stress and anxiety, focus on your energy conservation. Really ask yourself 
if I put my energy towards this thing, is it gonna do anything for me right now? So yeah, that's about it. Wow, that is yeah. stressful, man. <laughs> that's actually, that sounds very hectic. And it's crazy that, you know, you got through that and all your applications and stuff and ended up here with us. I'm glad, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm grateful. So, yes. <laughs> um, how do I manage anxiety personally? What are your experiences? What are my experiences with this? Um, I guess like one thing for sure is that it's really easy to get sucked into like an anxiety spiral. That's what I call it. <laughs> if you just start thinking, like what you were saying, like if you yeah. check your banking statements, when you have a test the next day, like you're just going to freak out and not do what you got and not keep your like mind on the task at hand right so one thing for sure that i do is if like there's things that i'm kind of like stressed about or whatever i actually have this like habit where i meditate for like 15 minutes every night and every morning right so i've been doing that for like a couple months now and i tell myself when i'm when i have something to think about or something that's kind of making me anxious i go like i'm not going to think about this now but i will think about this at night and I will, I will actually go through it and put all my focus on this issue instead of doing it in the middle of like, like I don't know, like a recording session or like a podcast episode or something like that. You know what I mean? So just mm-hmm. so you can keep your, your mind focused on the task at hand at, at all times. And even sometimes that task at hand needs to be feeling that anxiety and facing it head on, which leads to the second point, which is facing your, the, your stressors or the things that kind of make you super like anxious like like head on so like for example um for a very very long time i like i could not sing in front of anybody at all like nobody like i would wait for like people in my house to be gone like grocery shopping and then i'd go run to like my like recording booth which is basically my closet (laughs) but but, um like I, i literally couldn't sing in front of a single person for like so long and then I just said like yo how do i how why does this make me so anxious i don't know why and i thought it would be i would get over it like when i get better when i like become a good singer or something like that that's what i told myself i think willie said that before like he was saying Mm -hmm. something about like oh i'm not good enough for this program or this basketball team yet but at a point Mm -hmm. like i was like yo this is this can't you can't keep doing this right like like you have to go through this and that's one of the biggest ways to get over a fear or like some type of anxiety is to go through it in at at the root of the issue right and so Mm -hmm. i just started like making sure like i have to record this when it was very simple at the start it was like i have to record this when my parents are at home or i have to just go do a performance you know what i mean i didn't know how like in the very first performance i did which i think was like december or something like that i didn't know how that thing was gonna go at all i had no idea because i could barely sing in my own house you know what i mean but i said i'm gonna just go on that stage and to be completely honest, I freaked out. <laughs> like, like I went up there and I was freaking out and I didn't expect it to be that bad, but it was so bad. Like I was so in my head and like, I guess people tell you, like your friends will tell you like, oh, you got into it a bit more as it went on and stuff. But I knew like, if I never did that performance, like I would not, like after that performance, I was a lot better at like singing in front of people. And then in the second one, like even though in the second one, I still was in my head a lot. I was able to, I was able to do it a little better, and now like since I've been forced, I think I said this in the last episode too. I've been forcing myself to just sing in environments where I don't want to, like every day. 
I feel like the next one will be a little easier than the second one, etc. You know what I mean? But just facing that like anxiety head on is very key to getting over like your fears. And I think like it's really hard. Like it takes a lot of courage, but like it it's really good at ma- it helps you manage anxiety a lot when you don't run from it. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's I, I really like what you said there um, about performing. I'm sure this goes for a lot of people, and especially me. Is you know speaking in front of people, presenting whatever it may be, is it's tough, and you get in your own head. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm very guilty of this, and this is something that I've been really trying to work on um, for myself. Is just trying to get out of my head. I typically. Yep will think of everything that like everything that will go wrong in, in, in a situation like say you're doing a presentation or like you 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 forget a point or like that you want to talk about or you know you think someone's gonna like laugh or whatever you have all these these scenarios in your head of, of what what could happen that's that's on the negative side of things and this is what causes all the anxiety and this was is what I've noticed causing true. right so what I've been doing to sort of help myself with those kinds of negative thoughts are sometimes it can be hard to just kind of plant positive thoughts in your head especially when you're having those thoughts or it's really close to when you're going to perform on stage or give a presentation or speak Mm -hmm. in front of a big group or or whatever it may be right what i like to do is i'll actually grab a pen and paper and write down because i'll have these negative thoughts in my head but i'll write down the positive things of what what will go well right like you give a good presentation you educate um you know the people in the room um, people that enjoy your your talk, um, you feel more confident. There's personal gr- uh, self growth from this, right? Like you write down all the positive things, and also to sort of back yourself up. What I like to do is I like to write down some of the things I've done in the past that I found difficult that I overcame. That's awesome. So, yeah, like I'll just be like, hey, I remember in my whatever my marketing class, I had to give this like really big presentation because we had to do this this thing for a company where we had to make like a promotion or something, a promotional. Um, report and um, sort of just do a promotion for like a, a company, like an external company, right? So I think back to like how nervous I was during that and how I overcame that, right? Like there's a lot of situations in the past where things are were going to be tough, but you you overcame them, right? And you learn from them. So writing down not only those positive thoughts um, to combat the negative ones, but look back and think about all the things that you overcame will really help you. Um, in the situation that you might be facing or you feel like there might be a lot of um, anxiety that's beautiful man i love that i love the the idea of like when things get difficult you remember what you've been through you know like the stuff that Mm -hmm. it made you a beast to be honest you know what i mean like because we've all been through so much that we sometimes forget how much we can really take and how much we can get through the obstacles that are presented in front of us we can tend to forget that when we're like right before that presentation but like to be honest like those that stuff made us hard you know what i mean that stuff made us capable and professional and just able to take anything to be completely honest so like yeah man like yeah did you want to say add something yeah just like and you know what if you're gonna write those things down and you're gonna go up and do a presentation or whatever or or sing in front of a crowd or whatever maybe you know what bring that piece of paper up there with you put it down on the table in front of you put it on the floor tape it the floor only you're gonna see it but have it there to r- remind you because that is what i feel like is in the moment or right before that moment is when it's the hardest and yeah. if you can just bring that stuff up with you because sometimes you forget like you know you're walking up onto the stage and you just forget everything and all that you have all these negative thoughts just bring it with you 
or, or hold it or something and you, you know it's there and you can just glance back at it and that's going to give you that that little reminder bro so. you know what next time i perform i'm definitely bringing a whiteboard that just says you're a beast man <laughs> I'm gonna i love just it put it on the floor it. and i'm gonna just look at no but you're, you're right though. that's <laughs> like it's a, it's a really good strategy and i think it's very very important for us to remind ourselves of how capable we, we really are yeah. and um yeah, I really like that question. Thanks a lot for whoever asked that. Uh, I hope you guys got some good insights from that. For our second question, uh, the second question was actually uh, given, it was for me, and somebody was asking me, they were curious about how I got into music and how I got into singing. I think this episode has gone on a bit long already, so I don't want to like keep you guys longer than you know you need to be here because we really appreciate you guys coming and we know it takes a lot of, time to listen to three random people talking for 45 minutes so i'm gonna leave that that question for the next q a session which is hopefully going to be in like one or two weeks and i think i think we're good to to wrap this up i think we yeah Wooly, did you want to say anything at the end there before i I close it off uh no that was bare extra though okay You guys can follow us on Instagram at the PT3. And if you guys have any questions, um, feel free to email us. Um, we'd be happy to email back and forth or just DM, DM us on um, our Instagram. We will put everything in the bio. So you guys will find that all there. So thank you for listening. And without further ado, we will see you next time. Keep the questions coming. Thanks, guys. <laughs> love you. I love you too. I love you. <laughs>